Yes, welcome back to episode two of Tight One Podcast, the winner's edition. Apologies for the two and a half week delay. I do want to do this podcast more recently and I was going to follow up with episode two shortly after episode one. But in the UK, lockdown eased up, all the non-essential shops opened up. And I know what? I thought to myself, you know what? I have to enjoy myself before I get to work on this podcast. So I had time relaxing. I'm back in the gym, getting my workout on, went to the barber shop, got my hair haircut has some fun and now i'm ready to pop out these podcast episodes for you on a regular basis thank you for listening to episode one uh for everyone who reached out today enjoyed it for all the listeners uh, i did some great numbers for episode one so thank you so so much man it was a quite a multi-faceted episode one man i jumped on uh, many different kinds of topics and i really enjoyed it man i enjoyed doing episode one and i'm happy to be back again doing episode two episode two I want to talk about the importance for awareness, the importance why we need diabetic advocates, people that are, you know, starting diabetes pages or Twitters or TikToks and basically putting their diabetes lives out there in the world for not just non-diabetics, but also to create a community, a community, a community for diabetics and, you know, sort of help spread awareness and put their lives out there so you can see the good, the bad, the ugly, allow their lives to be questioned and and critiqued and, and judged and just the bravery of putting your diabetic processes out into the world, man. And it's very, very important. So I myself do it. I have many friends and online friends and community that do it as well. And it's so important. And my thing is, if you're thinking of doing it, please do it. Like, don't think, oh, there's enough diabetes pages or advocates out there. There really is not enough. There really is not enough. Like, I'm telling you, there is no number that is a capped, okay, this number is enough. We only need this amount of diabetes advocates or people that spread awareness you don't need to come into the game no please you're thinking of doing it just do it no matter how small you start off and how small your following is i'm telling you it's very very important because every like being diabetic is is let's put it away not everyone's diabetic is it's a rare thing it happens pretty much out of nowhere for most people in most families so you're going to be the minority like diabetics are the minority in most of their social circles their friendship groups their families their work settings they are the minority so as much as you think there's loads of diabetic awareness spreaders and advocates we're still a minority in pretty much loads of spaces like very much all spaces we are minorities besides our own so it's like we need loads more so that i'm not saying we need to like you know take over the globe and you know make the diabetic way the way we live our lives and you know you know force people to live diabetic lives but not diabetics even though that'd be very cool and funny because most non-diabetics wouldn't last a day in our shoes but i'm saying that don't feel like your efforts are too small like you could be the diabetic advocate, the superhero in your friendship group, in your families, in your workplaces, you know, in your in the spaces that you populate, man. You could be the person that people turn to for diabetic advice, help, because, you know, they may suddenly have someone in their life that are diabetic and then they'll come to you. Or how can I support this person, my friend, my family, my mom, my dad, my cousin, whoever it, it might be. And, and maybe in your workplace, it's like, listen, you're the only diabetic in our workplace. How can we accommodate for you? And future diabetics or future clinically or chronically ill people that come to our workplace that work with us so you could be the person man so don't think 
that you're too small or you're a nobody or your life is not interesting enough to start a page. I'm like, listen, if you're a diabetic, your life is interesting enough. The things that we got to go through on a day to day basis, I'm telling you, people find it interesting. Like just the fact that you give yourself like self medication, you you prick yourself with needles five times a day, or you got you got wires and a machine attached to your body. I'm telling you, people find it interesting just the fact that you're diabetic. So don't feel like there won't be no interest in what you're doing. I'm telling you, 100 percent is the reason why I also want to make this podcast episode about diabetes awareness because of um, situation happened with Demi Lovato. Uh, she's a singer. I believe in the US and um, she she suffered from a drug addiction and uh, she's very self-conscious about her weight. I think she had an eating disorder and my heart goes out to everyone going through, you know, uh, drug abuse and eating disorders and that feel self-conscious about their body and feel the pressure of society about how they look, how they weigh. My heart goes out to you and I will happily fight whatever fight you need me to fight with you so that you have more support, more care and you're more loved within your your own body but the thing is uh, the situation that she went through was she went into a cookie shop and they had loads of things that you know diet cookies gluten-free and stuff like that and she found the word diet and you know very triggering she just called like she called it diet culture where you know you know we force people to go on diets and to force people to lose weight and look a certain way and i understand that uh, but the thing is, she went to the establishment and saw the word diet, you know, I think diet, which doesn't make sense, diet cookies? Ah, okay, fine, fair enough. Uh, diet cookies, guilt-free cookies, gluten-free cookies, sugar-free cookies, and found these triggering because she has a eating disorder and she feels like it adds to diet culture. And she went on her social media, which got millions of followings, and basically called out this very small business on their labelling. And then had to apologise for basically getting the wrong end of the stick. Like, they came out and said, listen, we cater to diabetics, people that want to lose weight, people that uh, have to eat gluten, people that want to eat vegan. We cater to multiple people. So these labels are for those people. They In, in their communities, sugar-free is for them. For people that want to lose weight and still want to have a, a nice cookie treat, diet works for them, you know? It, like, I understand for you, you find it triggering, but, you know, for other communities that we cater to, these are the phrases, this is the labelling, the signposting that we use for them. And if you didn't want a diet cookie, a sugar-free cookie, a vegan cookie, a gluten-free cookie, we still sell, you know, full fat, full sugar cookies. So it's like she had to come out and apologise for her reaction. It was very emotional. She basically, you know, got the wrong end of the stick. And it kind of led me to, like, why it led me to why diabetes awareness is important. It's because... It gives me the idea, like, okay, like, she's going through her own problems and there is a community for, you know, people that have suffered through drug addiction and drug abuse and, and I guess, you know, anorexia and eating disorders. But it's, like, her own sort of, like, inner... Uh, I want to say, lack of a better word right now, issues, her inner problems outweighed sort of like the problems of other communities. So she tried to get them to change their labeling from diet sugar-free and say, oh, it should be, and, you know, and put labels like di diabetes, diabetics on it, like sugar-free for diabetics. So it's clear that these sugar-free biscuits are for diabetics. But it's like, so her own inner problems, her eating disorder and what have you kind of outweighed her thoughts about other communities. And me as a diabetic, 
I mean, okay, you can put these cookies are for diabetics, but you, I'm happy to just say sugar-free. I don't need to remind you that I'm diabetic. I know who and what I am. If I walk into your establishment and I want a sugar-free cookie, then I'm going to look for the sign that says sugar-free cookies. I don't need this sugar-free cookies. It's for diabetics, so-and-so, so-and-so. We don't need that. So it's like, at what point do we, do we as a community, as a diabetic community, do we care? about other communities and other illnesses and other problems and, and issues? Or are we solely interested in the diabetic issues? And for people that are listening that maybe have other, that might be a part of other community groups, like, what is it like? Do we do you care? Should we care about our own problems as well as others? Like, should should the chronically ill care about the chronically chronic the chronic issues as a whole or is it just diabetes we've got to focus on it just like at what point do you sort of like your own sort of like okay i'm diabetic i want things to cater for my diabetes at what point do you sort of like trample on someone else's sort of like okay but i want this to be for those that have you know weight issues or those that have other ailments and chronic and chronic illnesses like at what point do we say like come together sort of like some sort of like it's like equality you know is there is there an equality when it comes to the chronically ill and like issues that pertain to yourself now i understand you got to care about yourself first and foremost like you got to sort out yourself you make sure that you are well treated and custom to and you know you make sure that you make sure that you are okay before you treat other people before you care about other people you must care for yourself first but at what point do we say like okay but you know do we get emotional and like it's, it's worrying that she was basically going to at, at one point you know put so much flack on this very small business for her misinterpretations and her lack of awareness for other groups besides her own so she says she wants to like stand up for people that that gone through her problems, gone through addiction, has eaten disorders and stuff like that. But like in her doing that, she almost trampled on other people, other communities, other you know people people like are like us diabetics that you know want things to just say sugar free. You know we don't want. I don't want to walk into a store and see diabetic biscuits, diabetic cookies. There's no need for that. Sugar free is fine, and it's not just diabetes where. Pst, as a community that might want sugar-free cookies. So sugar-free cookies is a is is the perfect description for what the cookies are. They're not diabetic cookies. They're not type one cookies. They're not type two cookies. They are sugar-free cookies for anyone at any period and stage of their lives that might want a sugar-free cookie. For someone that might want a diet this or a gluten this, it's like the word diet, I understand why she find it triggering, but at the same point, at what point do, you know, your self-interest for your own sort of like issues and problems and ailments you're going through, then start to trample on other communities. And that's why I feel like diabetes awareness is so important because like too often we are the last thought about group when it comes to many, many things. Diabetes is looked over so casually and it's, it's, it's amazing to me how that can happen. Like it's not a new disease at all. It's been around for centuries now. There is still no cure from it. Anyone can get it. Yet when it comes to diabetes, people have this blasé sort of like, this sort of like, uh, I don't know, there's this blasé attitude to it at times. I just feel like, why is that? Why are we sort of over to the point where you want to order a Diet Coke and it's like they bring back 
a full glass of coke with full sugar in it like and they and they think that's acceptable it's not i asked for a diet for a reason i didn't ask for a diet coke because i thought you know i fancy diet today instead of like i asked it for a reason and if if i asked for it i i want it and too many times when we want to do things to better ourselves to better our conditions it's looked over it's not for people that that are diabetic right unless your foot is hanging off and you look ill your our illness seems to be non-existent it's like it's very like okay like well you may be diabetic but you look fine you don't look like you're dying your arm's not falling off you still got your foot you know you're not you're not blind so i guess it's all right i guess diabetes looks okay to me it's like because of that because our illness is sort of like a hidden illness at times it's very much looks over uh, uh and looked looked you know people don't really recognize it as much or take it take it seriously Diabetes, like as much as I joke about it and try to make fun and light of diabetes and my diabetic life and the things I go through, I I still recognize it as a very serious disease that needs the proper care and attention and needs to be treated as serious as it is and can be if I don't. You know what I'm saying? So this is the reason why diabetes awareness is important because she was not, you know, she was very ignorant to the awareness of diabetes and why sugar-free is an acceptable label and why things don't need to be signal po- signposted as these are diabetic cookies these are cookies for diabetes we don't we don't need that and no no one wants that no one no in, no one in the diabetes community wants diabetes cookies diabetes biscuit diabetes pizza diabetes coke sugar free is fine diet and sugar free is fine we, we we know what we want when we go into a store we want a diet coke we want a coke zero we want a sugar free cookie and it's like she almost trampled on that and tried to get things like that changed because just because she found the word diet triggering. So I can't order a diet Coke. I must order what a diabetes, a Coke for diabetes because the word diet is triggering for Demi Lovato and it could be triggering for many other people. But again, at what, and then we are lockerheads. Like I want, I want a diet Coke. I want to, I want to say diet. I don't want to say Coke for diabetes, a diabetic Coke. I want to say diet. I want to say sugar free. But this community who have, again, a very important issue to them that they want to feel accommodated for, find a word diet triggering. So like, where's the middle, the middle ground? And just feel like, you know, if a celebrity, you know, with all the means of followings can get it so wrong and almost get a, a perfectly fine business almost, you know, face millions of fans of, you know, backlash because of her misinterpretation and attitude and getting wrong in the stick, you know. It can happen, it happens in our government where you've got people that are making these policies about diabetes and they have no awareness about it. They don't know anyone that lives with it. They themselves are not diabetic and they're just making these policies on this perception that they have about diabetes. It's why it's very important why diabetes needs to be spread and taught and people need to be, need to be educated about it. It's literally a disease where you could have it one day and not and not have it one day, sorry, and the next day wake up with it. Happened to me and it happens to you. It happens to millions of others, trillions and billions of other people. One day you're not diabetic and the next day you are. Or the or one hour you're not and the next hour you are. Like, I don't know when the crossover between diabetic and non-diabetic or non-diabetic and non-diabetic, but you, you have it, you don't have it today and you have it tomorrow and that's just it. You have it for life. That's, that's literally what diabetes is, especially with type one. You just don't know. You just do not know why your beta cells start attacking your pancreas. You know, you don't know. It just happens. So you you, you you just have diabetes now. 
and it can happen to anyone. So why is this not widely spread? Why is it only when you get diabetes do you learn about these things? And often by then it's too late. When you get diagnosed too late, you really have severe issues and problems, need transplants and you're really losing your eyesight and, and stuff like that. Like for something as serious as that, I want to know about it as soon as possible. As soon as possible, like. The same way I know about AIDS and STDs and even cancer and stuff like that. We know about these things way before we have it or get it. It's like, it's taught to us, like very serious. Very, very serious. Whereas diabetes is not really serious or talked about until you just end up with it. And I don't feel like that's good enough. I don't feel like that's good enough. For a disease as serious as diabetes, I don't feel like it's good enough. That's why for me, awareness is super duper important. It's why I do this podcast, it's why uh, many other podcasts do what they do and pages and advocates and, and the community online. It's, that's why it's needed. It's very, very much needed, man. And don't f don't ever feel like you're, you're too small in the cog of many diabetes doing it that you like oh they're doing it so i don't need to no you need to because i guarantee you are the only diabetic in your friends and family and work colleagues and you know you're the only one so how did they, how do they know to treat and accommodate for someone with diabetes if the only person with diabetes in their life doesn't say anything and acts like they don't need things to change or don't need things to be better or don't need them to be aware because you know you maybe you're healthy now but maybe the next day you're not healthy and you need some help you need some assistance and they don't know how to help you now you're relying on people that are ignorant to your condition and don't know how to help you so please man like even if it's just putting like diabetes in your bio and diabetic in your bio just let, let the world know man don't it's a really much a hidden disease don't give it help by hiding it yourself man I'm not saying like throw it in people's faces, but like let people that are in your world, that are entering your world, entering your life, know who you are. And being diabetic is a big part of it. It has to be a big part of it. Because even myself, man, going to the gym, and when I got diagnosed, I was healthy. Man. I was in the gym. I was, I was doing okay. I didn't look ill. I didn't feel ill whatsoever. I was fine. But I'm diabetic. So I have to make, make changes. And I'm healthy ish now as in i can support myself but as i get older you know stay handsome but get fatter you know and you know i need more assistance i need the people in my life to know how to help me way before i need help because then I'm, you, you, now you're trying to teach people imagine like you know trying to teach a surgeon's surgery at the point where, you know, you need to get cut open. It's like, no, I want my doctors and my surgeons to know how to treat me way before it's time to treat me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the same with like getting assistance and help. You want someone who can help you to know how to help you way before you need to be helped. You don't want to be coaching someone through help while you need it because even that's a, even that's a privilege. That, that you can help them while needing the help. What if you, if you pass out and you're unconscious? And we all know what the common thing with non-diabetics is. They, oh, when you, if you're unconscious, what should I do? Give you insulin. Oh, my days. Oh, my days. That thought alone of you being unconscious, suffering a from, from a, a hypo, you know, your sugars are already low enough and you, you've passed out. And instead of called 999, someone has thought, ah, Insulin, let me give him his, his power shot of insulin to wake him up, figure it's adrenaline, and yeah, just, you know, ultimately 
give you your demise there and then because that's what they thought was the thing to do or they carried a pen around so I guess they might want me to inject them with it uh, you need come on come on man especially if you uh, if you uh, became diabetic in your adult life and there is no one there's no one else in your family diabetic you need to teach them it's not like you know kids that become diabetic because if your diabetic if your child becomes diabetic then their parents you know just just through the fact that the child is diabetic they don't become diabetic of course but they live a diabetic life where they got to take care of a child that has diabetes so whatever the child goes through they have to be with them frontline and center and learn about insulin learn about carb counting learn about testing your your, your sugars and uh, and you know going to appointments of that so they learn the diabetic life through their kids whereas you're an adult like myself you know your family and friends didn't grow up with a diabetic child you know you know they didn't have that so you became a diabetic in adult life you're the first plus potentially the first now i've got family i've got people in my family that are type 2 but for them it's just a diet thing they take pills it's not insulin shots you know much carb counting it's not it's not the process that i had to go through not to say that type 2 isn't as bad as type one. I'm just saying like what they have to do in terms of what I have to do is very, very different. Very, very different. I think a lot of people in my family, they say they're, they're borderline. So they don't even class themselves as diabetic. They're, they're borderline. It's like if you continue to eat this way, eat these type of foods and not really get about that much, then you're going to cross over the line. They're like on the border of, of it, whatever that means. I have no idea what it means to be borderline diabetic. I already know the fool. Oh, you know, the full-fledged, 100% type. You, you, know, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, I, I, I don't know about about borderline. I mean, I wish I had borderline. Borderline sounds like a lot less grief to me. It's like a halfway house. I'm borderline diabetic. I, I have no idea what it means. I don't even know if that's even a medical thing. It's just what comes out of the, their, their mouth. So... Maybe they misinterpreted what the doctor says. Or if you're a doctor out there, you can explain to me what borderline diabetes is when someone's on the border of it. You have your pancreas half works. It works only on, it takes days off only on Tuesdays. It works three days out of seven. I, don't know, I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm not trying to take the mick out of, you know, anyone that may or may have, have borderline diabetes or type two, but I'm just saying like my condition of type one and what I go through day to day is very different from what they go through day to day. It's very, very, very different. Not better or worse. I'm just saying it's very, very different. So awareness is very, very important, man. It's very, very important because, you know, even if we just think of like non-diabetics forget about anyone like Demi Lovato who's not a celebrity who's not going through their own issues just think about your Bob Standard non-diabetic non-chronically ill person it's just like the reason why they need to know because again we're the minority and diabetics don't really hold much positions of power in a lot of spaces so not only are we the minority we don't hold positions of power that often so when it comes to policies and rules and even as simple as like breaks at work, if you don't tell someone you're diabetic and you need regular breaks, that you might need to go for an earlier break than someone else or have breaks more often than someone else, then you, you may end up going break after everyone else and your sugar's being low and that's just what it is. They, they don't think, you know what? 
Let me ask someone if they're diabetic or if they need to go on an earlier break because of some pre-existing condition they might have. Just they don't know. Well, maybe if you're a diabetic and you're a diabetic, you know that people need to have regular and early breaks. You know, it's like, okay, the person has diabetes, so I know that they need to have a break maybe earlier or more often or, you know, or spread it out between the day so they can check their sugars and, and stuff and stuff like that, man. You need People need to know so that you feel safe, man. People don't know how to make you safe unless you, you know, unless you tell them. And it's very, very important to spread awareness, man. Like the amount of like girls I've, I've dated that have no clue about diabetes and, and they claim to have diabetic aunties and grandmas and they just still have no clue, no idea. How can you be with someone, you know, live your life with them long-term and put them in a position of trust when they don't, they have nothing. They have no knowledge about the pre-existing condition that you have, because again, it's not it's not out there, man. It's not it's not put in their faces. It's not spread, man. So you need if you're a diabetic, I urge you to be the to be the advocate, man. And it, it can be tiring. You think it's a lot of work. You just want to live a simple life, and I get it. I'm not forcing you to do it, but I'm just saying, man, the 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 life you could save it could be your own. First and foremost, it could be your own, man. As w- as much as you can save hundreds and thousands and spread information, the life you could ultimately save could be your own. You give a little bit of knowledge here and there, and that knowledge that you give out into the world could come back to save your life in the form of somebody else. So it's very, very important, man. It's very, very important. But the question I want to ask is like, you know, do we care about other chronic illnesses and people with other ailments and illnesses and disease or as diabetics do we solely just want to care about our own our problem is our problem our issues is big enough let alone worrying about other people's and advocating for other people and of course if you're you know it's you know it's um you know there's intersectionality where you can be diabetic and something else you can be diabetic and have an eating disorder you can be uh chronically ill with more than two diseases so i guess at that point it's like okay i care about diabetes but i also care about this and that so i spread awareness for both do you find it hard does one trump the other you know does one trump the other are you more a than b or does it depend on the type of day does it depend how you feel about it does it depend on how you're handling it if you're handling one disease okay but one of them kind of pour out are you more advocate for the poor one because that seems to be the problematic one quote unquote in your life or is it an even split you know is it and an even split so i want to know man i've only got diabetes so i don't have these conflicting thingy and i i do i do my best to help others in what other struggle they have so i may not know about it or understand it but whatever i can do to help I do. I mean, I was on a podcast uh, maybe about two years ago now. We saw one had psoriasis, uh, someone that had, um, it, I think they had uh, AIDS. Um, I, I was a diabetic of the group, and I think someone had, uh, is it, I think MS. Um, so it was all in this like podcasty panel panel thing. And uh, a lot of in that discussion, even though I've heard about AIDS and, M- and MS and psoriasis, I was still very ignorant to what that disease actually means when you're living with it. And I was very much educated that day. And it's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to do my best to like, you know, spread awareness f- as much as I can 
for other sort of like illnesses and diseases and ailments and things that people are going through. Um, and it's like, okay, but how how much do we as a community, do we, how much do we care about, you know, other people's issues besides our own? Are we solely diabetic advocates, diabetes advocates, diabetes awareness? Are we solely that? Or can we be other things at the same time? Should we be? Is there enough space and is there enough time to be? Is it a thing where, okay, we'll care about diabetes, you guys care about age, you guys care about psoriasis because you have it, we have diabetes, so we'll care about what we have. And if our paths cross, then our paths cross. If not, I'm not really trying to worry about what you go through with your illness, disease and ailments. I'm totally fixed on my own. Is that a selfish way to think? Is that a safe way to think? Is that the way to think? You know, preserving your own life first before you care about other people, making sure things are good for you, for diabetics, before you worry about how things are for, you know, I don't know, psoriasis, MS, and, you know, other things like that. And I'm not saying that's an okay way to think. I'm just thinking, like, I'm just asking, like, what is the, what is it for you? How do you feel? I don't feel like there's a right or wrong answer. If you're like, listen, I'm diabetic and in my life diabetes is big enough to control it to live with it to interact with it to still come to terms with it it's big enough for me i haven't got the energy to then be taking on other issues especially ones that i don't particularly have i hear you man i hear you man some may say it sounds selfish but i understand i reason with that i understand it because diabetes is a big disease for one person to live with or do you feel like you know what no like illness is illness chronically illness is a chronic illness and whenever like whenever you can spread awareness for everything and of course if you live with two three or more yourself do you balance all of your conditions or do you have a I don't want to say primary one one that you push more than the others like what's the ratio is it all even split or is the one kind of dominates the other and how how does one dominate do you spread one more based on how it affects your life or how good you're dealing with it or how bad you're dealing with it it's just questions i want to know man. i'm here to ask questions man i'm here to ask questions man get answers man i mean let's spread knowledge as well as awareness man so that's the things i want to know man there is the things I, I want to know, man, because it, it, it is important to to know these things when you're talking with someone because you can be you can recognize or identify as more than one because you have more than one illness. So how do you deal with it? I just I just don't know, man. I just diabetes for me is such a a chore. At the best of times, I don't know what I would do with another one on top. Like I my my heart and my respect goes out to anyone juggling two chronic illnesses let alone one two sometimes even three as well as mental health issues and self-consciousness and anxiety and anxiousness and maybe uh an eating disorder or you don't like how you feel inside your and your body your, uh, your body or you know and may, i don't know it's, it's just you know i can only fathom having diabetes let alone having other things on top of that as well as, oh, my days, my heart goes out to you, man. My heart goes out to you. True warriors, man. True, true warriors, man. So if you listen right now, I would love some answers to your question. Like, are you diabetic as well as struggling or fighting or living with other 
I don't want to use the word problems, you know, other things, illnesses, ailments, diseases, you know. I've never met a trans diabetic. How's it live? How's living with diabetes and living with the fact that you're trans? That you know, born in the wrong in the in the wrong body. You want to be what you feel inside on the outside. How does that feel? As well as being diabetic. If you are transitioning, how does diabetes affect your transitioning? All these things need to be. I mean, I should say all these things. This is why diabetes awareness is important. Where are the trans diabetics out there, man? Please put yourself forward if you feel brave enough, man. Even in the diabetic community, we can still be educated on these things. Being a diabetic doesn't make me a diabetes scholar. I only know through experience. I don't know all the technical and medical terms for things. I only know through practicality what I have to do to save my life. That is my teaching book. So I'm talking to other diabetics, man, especially ones that've got these cool gadgets and, you know, see their doctors more often than I see mine and know all these memorized cool names and terms of things. I They talk to me sometimes and I have no idea what they're talking about. And sometimes I feel like as a diabetic, I should know what they're talking about. But if I'm honest, I have no idea sometimes what when it comes to diabetes and words being used and issues and this and that. I have no idea what's being told. I only know the simple and basic things, the fundamentals that I was taught to save my life. You know what I mean? So I, the reason why diabetes awareness is important, not just for non-diabetics, but also for people that are living with diabetes, that they may learn something to, to you know, better their knowledge that might help them with their own, you know, tricks and, 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 and trades and experiences and advice and what foods to eat, what what exercises work most, medic, uh, medication to take, how to speak to your doctors, how to ask for more, how you know the appropriate way to be to be treated in the workplace as a diabetic, how to speak to your boss, how to who to email, how to get that resource, how to get this provision, how to get this help, that aid, this funding, all these things. Even as a diabetic, I'm not fully aware of. So even I need to know. That's why awareness needs to be spread. It's so important. It, it literally is life and death, man. It literally is life and death. I didn't know until two years ago that if you're diabetic, that you're on the high priority list for housing. Didn't know that. Because because I was living with diabetes, like I was, you know, living with it well, going to my day to do my day to day, being fine with it. I didn't really consider myself as top priority, high risk. And again, the, the pandemic, when I got the letter through that I am I am in the category of high risk, it kind of shocked me. Like, wow, I, I didn't really put myself in that category of high risk, but I am. I am, whether I want to believe it or not, I, I, I am. I very much am. And that was a reminder not to forget that, man. I am. I'm high risk. I need to take better care of myself and control my environment as much as I can. And you can only do that through knowledge and you only know what you need to know through awareness of, uh, you need to know this. I'm just trying to show you that awareness is so important on so many different levels than just educating non-diabetics on how we live. It's so, so in, in important, man. And and also awareness lets people know there are other people like me, like you, that are going through these things. And there's a community that you can turn to. I've got so many people that I've met online through the diabetes community 
that I haven't met in person yet. And hopefully, God willing, when the pandemic ends and things open up, we can all meet and have sugar-free cookies away from Demi Laval <laughs> and a Diet Coke. And just like talk and, and just meet in person for the first time. But there's many that I didn't know a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. Didn't know it even, even existed. Didn't know it even existed till I decided, you know what? I want to start a diabetes page to spread awareness for people in my life. And by doing that, I found the community. Didn't, and I was living for years before that, not knowing, thinking I'm the only one, not knowing I'm, I'm the only one, but living as though I am the only one. Not talking to anyone about my, my diabetes besides medical professionals, you know? The only person in my, in my life that has it, so... There's no friends I can relate to, no family much I can re I can relate to, so it's just like, uh, it's just me, and I mix community, and uh, every single day there's someone to talk to about what we go through, you know, how the pandemic is treating us as as diabetics, how life is, how the governments are, how different countries treat differently to the diabetics, you know, the funding, the cost of insulin the free healthcare in this country compared to America and the cost of living for a diabetic. Oh my days. Awareness needs to be spread on that very much, man. The cost of living for a diabetic, if you're not careful, oh my days, man. Like, awareness needs to be spread just like, hey, what funding can you get? Where to go to best buy certain products? You know? What's, what's, where should I be spending my money as a diabetic for food, for resources, for clothing, for stuff like that? Can I get help? Can I get discounts because I'm diabetic? And stuff, and, and stuff like that, man. Awareness is to be spread because you just don't know until you're told. You just don't know until you're told, yeah? So when people DM me and speak to me, man, I am full airs. I, I listen to, I try and reply and listen to everything, man. I scroll through my my diabetes Instagram uh, Instagram account, my followers and the explore page, and I am like a sponge trying to soak up as much information as I can. I'm, I'm still a student in this school of diabetics, man. Wiser people out there than me that have had it longer than me, man. And I want to hear from them. So if you are them, and if you're even new to the game, even you were diagnosed yesterday, man, make a page. Find a community, learn, spread your knowledge to your community, to your friends, man. Let them learn while you learn, man. Because I'm telling you, it's important. It's important, man. The life you could very much save is your own, man. It, it can very much save, man. We can't have, and not to focus on her, we can't have the Demi Lovatos in life who have no awareness and no knowledge. You get the wrong end of the stick when it comes to things like uh, you know, chronic illness and other people's illnesses and, and, and diseases and problems that are really just like get emotional and push the button and get things changed without thinking how it affects other communities. That's the dangerous part about what she did. You don't know how what you're doing affects other people. You're on about how it affects only you. And we, we can't, we can't live like that. We can't live like that. Even as diabetics, we can't live like, okay, let's only solely care about diabetic issues and how our life is as diabetics. So let's change the rules to fit us and no one else. Even as that, we can't do it, man. Very, very dangerous. More powerful men in the world across history have tried and failed. It doesn't work. 
doesn't work whatsoever, man. You have to be someone that not only like serves yourself, that serves others, man. That is there for others, that helps others. It's the only way as a diabetic you're going to survive, I feel, if we not just worry about how diabetes treats us, but how it treats other people, man. Have to. Have to, but you have to, but you have to know how to relate your issues and problems to other people. And you might not be as articulate, articulate or well versed or mannered to do so. So you may need their advice. And the best way to do that is from someone who's done it before, spreading awareness of how to do it, man. So if you're that person who lives and who works in the workplace who's diabetic, you can start a page solely on how diabetics should go around the workplace and. Uh, employment and stuff like that you know what should a diabetic put on their cv should should they put that the diabetic on their cv would that hinder or help their job prospects at what point do you let do you let employment know that you're diabetic in the interview on the application when you, on your first day whose job is it in the establishment to sort things out the boss the manager the hr who are you, again it's things you just it's things you, you might not know that people need to know. It's very, it's very, very important. And the only way people will know what they need to know is through awareness. Where someone is saying it and they see it. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't even know I needed to know that. So here is the information and then boom. And then they spread it. That is why awareness, man, it's... Oh, it's... Uh, I hope this podcast... This episode like lets you know if you didn't know already how important awareness just is. Not just for diabetes and diabetics, but just in life. Spreading information is just so important, man. Because it's a it's literally a lifesaver. Literally. Literally a lifesaver, man. So please, man, uh I I try and do my best. And and uh, I'm probably gonna put some links in in bios because like, this this podcast is it's a very uh, it's a very very uh, unconventional and it's uh, unorthodox. It's very free throwing. It's this podcast is not a if you want to learn about diabetes and all the facts and figures. Here it is. There are much more better and brilliant podcasts out there. I've listened to them and I know some of the hosts out there and. I'm not here to be selfish. Like this podcast is, I I'm, I promote everyone, man. Everyone is doing good in the diabetes thing. I'll promote as much as I can. So if I remember, I will put some links and uh, hopefully get some guests on of other podcast hosts so they can talk to you and direct them to their podcast, man. But pretty much, man, if you go on Google uh, Podcasts, Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud, if you type in type uh, diabetes or type one or whatever, you'll find me there. Cause I'm I'm on there now, but you'll ever find some other brilliant one, man. I know um, talking tight one podcast from uh, my man Dan, brilliant podcast, brilliant podcast. So um, I'm just here to uh, give a more lifestyle view of of diabetes, man. And thanks to everyone that gave me their diabetes dating stories from uh, episode one, man. Oh, hilarious! absolutely hilarious man thank you for dm me some stories uh they will stay anonymous i won't share them but they were they were hilarious so thank you thank you so much man but yeah awareness is, is the thing man for this podcast that's the theme awareness man awareness man because you might be thinking oh it's only diet coke what who cares if we, if we call it something else sugar-free coke 
diabetes cold who cares but it, it's the, for me it's the principle man it's someone who is not aware of the community coming in and changing things that affect the community and other people and they're doing it because they're worried about solely about their issues and it's like i'm going to solve my issues no matter if it affects the issues other people have and that's for me what Demi Lovato was doing just coming in and like like a bull in the china shop this affects me this triggers me so change it but it's like what we do this for for diabetics and vegans or whatever what about them they're happy with sugar sugar free and diet cokes the word diet doesn't they don't find it triggering the word sugar free they don't find it triggering so what about what about them did you speak to them before you decided to make the decision that we need to change you know the only community that we care to. So it's like I mean, it's very, it's very, man, it's very important, man. If she, if she had more awareness of the diabetes community, then she might not have felt that way or reacted in that way, and had need and needed to apologize for how she reacted and handled things. You know, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, man. You, it's important. Awareness is important because then you stop yourself looking like, uh, like Demi Lovato but my heart goes out to her man um, my heart goes out to her for her eating disorder and the things she's going through and she, she's right diet culture is a thing where you're just forcing people to do oh you got to lose weight you got to look a certain way I get that 100% and it needs to be tackled and that needs to be have more awareness spread to it but we can't trample on other communities just solely because of your needs and I recognise that as a diabetic because I'm diabetic and I want things a diabetic way, there are other people, other chronic illnesses, other communities that need to be catered for at the same time. So compromises need to be made. We don't live in a diabetes dictatorship. Our disease is not the only one and is very much overlooked at times. But even in saying that, it's still not, let's not come through like a bull in a china shop and force a diabetic agenda above all. Can't be that way, man. Can't be that way. And I believe that it doesn't need to be that way. We can have, we, we can recognise individual illnesses and diseases and cater to them individually with, you know, equality and, and, and equity and fairness without having to, okay, put one over the over, one over, over the other because of a, well, we can't have both. Of course you can. Many people live with two instances, and it's not. Uh, we need to. We, the world is big enough, and it's it's not hard to accommodate. It isn't. So I hope this podcast, man. If if one thing it does is let you know the importance of awareness. So whether you're listening, whether you're diabetic or not, whether you're chronically ill or not, awareness is important. And I, especially if you're a diabetic or chronically ill spread your life story to the world as best you can so more people know more people recognize you and more people feel not alone and at home that they have at least one other person that they can look at as a face as a guidance as support or as comfort to know that there is someone else like me going through what i'm going through i'm not alone and i can learn from them so there you go thank you for listening to episode two of uh, type uh, type one podcast one spelled W-O-N because we are winners out here uh, you can follow me at type one diabetes on Instagram show me some love you're listening to episode two show me some love if you love episode one show me some love and episode three 
it's not going to come out in two weeks. It'll be a lot shorter than that. I promise ya. I haven't got an actual schedule yet where it's going to be every week, every single two weeks. Um, it's going to be a bit sporadic right now as lockdown eases and more of a rhythm returns to life, the working life, and I find a balance to when I can record on set days and release on set days. Once I find that balance, I will happily let you know a schedule of when you can find the podcast on what days. But until now, just keep your ears to the ground and I will try and release them as regular as I can. And uh, that should be it. Thank you for locking in. I have been Calix Wilsey. This has been Type 1 Podcast. Until next time.